Stop using racial slurs. I, I can't help it. It's how we were. Oh, are we? Are we, are we okay. okay. Howdy, 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 everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Texas, the show about some things Texas and some things not. We've got a really fun episode in store for you today. Tito's and Shiner. Gonna be an all nighter. And I just might find her at the Whataburger line. Dance halls and women. But man, I'm wishing that I was fishing by the river tonight in Texas. But first, as always, before we get to anything else, your favorite segment and ours, our not sponsors, not sponsors, we, they literally still don't give us any give money. Us no we money. have made we no money off, of money off of any not sponsors. A million people have seen liberal tattoos and they any still liberal tattoos. No liberals Zero have given mission. us any money, probably because they're probably broke. Anyway, <laughs> who's our first not sponsor for today's episode? Our first not sponsor is Coffee Breath. Coffee, coffee breath. breath. I still have PTSD for Mr. Barton's math teacher, Coffee Breath. Coffee, coffee breath. breath. It's it, okay, baby. It doesn't smell that bad on you. It's coffee, coffee breath. breath. It's hot. It stinks. It's coffee, coffee breath. breath. It tastes so good, but smells so, so bad. bad. Coffee, coffee breath. breath. The domain of old men everywhere. <laughs> coffee coffee breath. breath. Have they been drinking it since 2 a.m.? Coffee breath. breath. Dude, teacher coffee breath is... Oh, it is on another the, level. Like, dad breath coffee breath? Sure. Fine, fine, whatever, you know, everyone grows yeah. up with that dad and they brush their teeth. Yeah. It's fine. Do teachers not brush their teeth? It must not be a thing. It, like, it must be that like they brush their teeth uh, after their first coffee at home. Yeah. And then they pour that. And tea. then because they the, pour just that old, that old Bunsen burner, like coffee. moldy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah that yeah. moldy teacher coffee oh, that man. has in it. So and they have nobody's the cream ever in washed it, it out. So it, yeah. And like, and it's can, in that little styrofoam thing. It's in a red solo. I just remember Mr. Bart great math teacher amazing human being terrible coffee breath like he nuked me from his desk uh, the coffee yeah breath. i remember there was mr hill who was okay. he was the driver's ed teacher and you know that school that was where all the guys who should have gone to jail went mm -hmm. what was that we Oh, we had a name for it. It was across uh, the street yeah, from yeah, yeah, yeah. the middle school and they would literally have to, they would get dropped off and they had to sit on the curb with their hands behind their back before yeah. they were let in. Whatever, Whatever that school was. that was. That was just Dairy Queen. Yeah. <laughs> Dairy Queen. <laughs> and Mr. Hill was the teacher there, yeah. I guess. And one day me and some guys snuck out of school and we're playing on some construction equipment. Mm -hmm. He starts walking towards us and he's from me to that wall and I can smell his you coffee breath. Like, and he got this like this close to my face yeah. and I can still your eyes. Are my watering. eyes are watering and my pores were opening up. I had blackheads yeah. after I smelled his coffee breath just from that getting in there. It, it was like, yeah. Yeah. Wild. Anyway, our anyway, other not sponsor. Who's our other not sponsor? For today's episode is politicians heckling. Politicians, politicians heckling. heckling. Aren't they adults? Politicians, politicians heckling. heckling. Can't they just keep it to themselves? Aren't there like rules to the way this is done? Politicians, politicians heckling. heckling. Why do our parents want us to have faith in this system at all? Politicians, politicians heckling. heckling. They're basically just frat people in suits. Politicians, politicians heckling. heckling. Disappointing us in democracy since like yesterday. Politicians, politicians heckling. heckling. What is up with like 
Is it getting worse or has it always been this way? You know, I think it's both. Yeah. I think I think we have more coverage and more view of it. So it's just more pervasive. But it also just sucks when you, you get a little bit older and you think I'm going to engage in. Yeah, not engage in politics, but I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch the State of the Union because maybe that's important to watch. And, yeah. and it might have something useful. Yeah. And then I'm just listening to literal adults heckle other adults while the entire world watches it happen. It's one thing if we're at a middle school basketball game and a dad runs on the court and punches a kid. Right. That's normal. This is America, baby. Let's do it. But when it comes to our politicians, really, is this where we've gotten? Can we not have just a little bit of decorum? I mean, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is like, theoretically, we're on the same team. Yeah, we're all on the same team. And also when the when they're all together and they're misbehaving more than the Andrews High School Student Council where right. everyone was hooking up after. Yeah. Something's Those wrong. Some wild parties. Some what dude, those student <laughs> council parties were wild. But yeah. yeah, whenever I whenever I listen to like the politicians heckling each other, I'm like, yeah. man, this is like Derek Jeter heckling Jason Giambi or Honestly, something. I, like, like, it's, it's, it's really like, weird. What do you and, doing? and back to, yes, if you're in Yankee Stadium at a baseball game, heckle, heckle away. Heckle away. Fine. Do it. That's where you do it. But I had no idea that you could right. just... I mean, I guess but politicians used to shoot to each other. Pitcher, you know, yeah, it's, like, it's, it's just it's a like, weird. Yeah, you don't want managers heckling each other like, from guys, the dugout. You know, this is televised, right? Yeah, like this is on TV. People are watching. You make laws for a living. Yeah. What is going on? Well, what also sucks is I think it's the people our age that see it and think this is at the least weird and at the most a bad sign. Weird as heck. But yeah. the people our parents' age are like, yeah, like they should heckle because. Right. He sucks. Cause it, yeah. And keep in mind, I'm not a Biden guy. I think it's kind of like geriatric abuse that we have him as president. But why are you not a Biden guy? <laughs> hey, pal. And suddenly it's Bill Cosby. Yeah. It's, <laughs> he kind of does sound like Bill Cosby. There's like a cross anyway, over there. And also as a quick side note, isn't it also weird that like Republicans have started wearing abortion pins. Like, have you seen these? Oh uh, no, I I don't. I've only seen clearly. one picture. Yeah. I didn't even fall down a rabbit hole. I just saw a few posts. There's maybe it's just one Republican, yeah. multiple. It's like a bedazzled pin, like a lapel pin, yeah. and it just says abortion in like Ed Hardy bejeweled. And I can't tell if that means pro or anti, right? Yeah, because it just says. Yeah, abortion. actually, I don't even think it was. A, it might have been a. Liber- I don't know, but just okay. the fact that that's yeah. where we've gotten. So it's just a pin that. It's says not abortion. an American flag anymore. It's okay, a pin it's- that says abortion, or there's uh, some oh. people wearing AK-47 pins. Right. Wild. The best one is Dan Crenshaw's is actually functioning. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Dan Crenshaw's was his second eye. Anyway, um, so yeah, that is the not sponsors. Those are not where sponsors. We just, where we, we, just, we just woke we up, just so we're just up. chatting a little I bit. I love it. I love catching Do up. you want to hear about our small town? Let's hear about our small, small town, town of, of the week. week. Our small town of the week for this episode of Text Ish is a little bit further down this document than I meant to put it. Ha <laughs> ha. Is yeah, we're all we're actually like prepped. Speaking today. of uh, <laughs> speaking of guns, Gun <laughs> Barrel City prepped. is a town in Henderson County, Texas, United States. The population was six thousand one hundred ninety at the twenty twenty census, up from five thousand six hundred seventy two at the twenty ten census. Put growth. Yeah, I think a lot of pro gun Californians are like, wait, where should I? Oh, uh, uh, I'm welcome that here. Says, that says it right there. Yeah. So the town began the as an unincorporated community known as the Old Bethel community in the nineteen mm. sixties after completion 
creation of the Cedar Creek Reservoir. It was incorporated in the late 1960s so it could legally sell beer and wine, something very common among Happens. incorporated communities Happens. in Texas. Uh, the town, which is now, uh, or uh, wait, where, uh, the town takes its name from a former road, Gun Barrel Lane, which is now State Highway 198. As Gun Barrel has its motto, we shoot straight with you. So when you drive into Gun Barrel City, they're like, we shoot straight with you. What a welcoming. Um, a little known fact, they did have to remove a, a picture of Yosemite Sam from like the sign. When oh, you they got it. the like, yeah. So they had to remove his picture, but they kept the crossed guns. The, okay. Fair. So the crossed guns are still there, but they had to take away the Yosemite right. Sam picture from the like welcome sign. Because Disney is like. Um, yeah, like they had, because their official mascot for a while was mm-hmm. Yosemite Sam. So they had to have a town meeting where they said, hey, we just got to cease and desist. I love all the like casual uh, IP interaction. Dude, like, it's great. Just it's just best. casual IP theft. Just throughout l- high school. Well, everywhere. again, in a place like Gun Barrel City, they weren't like, let's steal Yosemite no, Sam. They, they like, said, our name is Gun Barrel City. Clearly. Clearly. We need we have one yeah, option. Like we can either have the guy who shot GFK or, or Yosemite Sam. And it was 49 49- 51. Well, they just couldn't decide on who shot JFK. So. Exactly. So they went with Yosemite Sam. Yeah. Um, Gun Barrel Lane is rumored to have gotten its name during the 1920s and 1930s when Jesse Daniels frequented the area. Jesse Kid, Jesse the Kid. I don't think that's true. Is that Jesse the Kid? I don't think so. Anyway, I'm going to say it's just... Wait, was, was it? Jesse the... Well, Billy the Billy, Kid. I was like, Jesse the Kid. That's why I was like... <laughs> You're thinking of the outlaw Jesse Wales. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I'm thinking of. Anyway, but a guy named Jesse, Jesse Daniels did. frequented the area. Dude, it's 8 a.m. I know. Um, it I was schedule it. <laughs> it was also considered. So the road, Gun Barrel Lane, was also right. considered a safe backwoods place during Prohibition when the likes of Clyde Barrow and Bonnie Parker hung out in the area. And the road also got its name from being straight as Gun Barrel. Straight as Gun Barrel. So, yeah. I love it. There's also uh, one local resident in <laughs> during that time, Mr. C.L. Waite lived along the road and was known for sitting at the window of his house all day with a shotgun sticking out the window. It was his way of deferring those he deemed unwelcomed on his backcountry road. Gun Barrel City, baby. Gun Barrel City. Howdy, 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 y'all. Normally, we bring you our not sponsors, but today we are excited to talk about an actual sponsor. Hydrate by Good Anya. You can go to goodanyaorganic.com to get Hydrate, which is an all-organic hydration powder supplement. It contains only natural organic ingredients and no sugar at all. It's made of lemon juice, coconut water, stevia, and organic sea minerals. This is the best hydration product I personally have ever used. I take it every single day when I wake up and after my sauna, and I feel incredible. Completely organic ingredients, a good friend of ours introduced us to this, and I can't go a day without it. So get yourself some good on you. Get yourself hydrated. Look, it's not the 1920s anymore. Everybody has a business or a startup of some sort, whether it's a side project, whether you've ditched the silver spoon and are going all in on your side hustle to make it a full-blown business, or you have a small business already, but you've hit a plateau in growth and you're trying to find different ways to turn your marketing dollars into legitimate revenue. Well, Creators Collective is here for you. They are a full-service marketing agency offering marketing, branding, logo design, copy, video, social media management, anything custom to your business or your startup or your side hustle that will help you grow your bottom line, grow your brand reach, and just feel like you have the best dang company ever because your marketing assets are frankly better than everybody else in the game. So what you need to do right now is go to Creators Collective. 
creators.us and contact them to schedule a call and find how Creators Collective can help you grow your business for the long term. That's Creators Collective. Schedule a call and just grow your freaking business with marketing that freaking works. Want to hear what happened once upon a time? Once upon a time. I promise one day I won't just do sports stuff, but for the first time... On June 8th, 2001, the Texas Rangers and Houston Astros played each other go. in a regular season baseball game. And it was also the first game in what we now call the Lone Star Series. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So at the time, the two franchises were still in opposite leagues. The Rangers were in the American League, the Astros in the National League. Um, in 1997, the major leagues began interleague play, but did so by pairing divisions. Since the Rangers were in the AL West and the Astros the NL Central, they didn't play each other until MLB began mixing up the matchups years later. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think a lot of people didn't know that it wasn't until the 2000s that. Right. The, the Rangers, Rangers and the Astros, and the Astros played. actually played each other. Now, explain to me why the American and National League exist. Like, what's why not yeah. have one? So, the thing? National League was the original league, basically. Yeah. So, as the MLB became an actual organization, yeah. Um, and, and now they call it, I believe, it's like the Veteran Circuit or whatever. It, it was just the original league. But as the MLB expanded and they had the idea for the World Series, it made more sense to have two like. Mm-hmm two separate leagues that play within each other. And then the champion of each league would play for the world series. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So instead of having like one league round Robin tur- tournament, right. Cannibalize each other. Sure. They were like, let's have two, let's keep two leagues. healthy leagues. Yeah. More or less. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. I was curious. Yeah. Technically the second league was the Negro leagues, but we all know how that played out, played out for, for a while. <laughs> Do you want to hear about our Texas badass of the week? Yes. And you said they're not that much of a badass. So I'm really <laughs> I said I, I use I use badass loosely in this case, but Bidet. Robert Anthony Rodriguez was born June 20th. Robert Rodriguez is a badass in San Antonio. Okay. And, and I, I'm giving him loose because like at face value, you're like, Robert Rodriguez, what? But if you're a Texan and you followed his career, you kind of know mm-hmm. that he is a Texas boy, born and bred. He came up through the system here at mm-hmm. you know from UT and brought filmmaking back to Texas. Yeah. Like, critically, he's made a lot of movies here, here. Yeah. which is crazy. Yeah. Also gave our boy Mikey Fish his start. Mikey well, Fish. not his start, but, but like, like had, yeah, yeah. My, Mikey has gotten a lot, do a lot of work with Robert. Exactly. Too, so, so uses Texas people. Kind of his main claim to fame, one of the reasons I think he's a badass is his like first film he made. It was called El Mariachi, and mm-hmm. he made it for $7,000 total. That film went on to gross $2.6 million. <laughs> Dude, that's like the best profit margin a film has ever had. It's such a good, it's such a good like margin. Yeah. And even, even everything from like the way he shot it and how careful he had to be because he was mm-hmm. using film stock. Like he yeah. had like one go on yeah, all Yeah, you things. couldn't waste tape. Could not that, waste yeah. tape. Uh, and that film spawned the Mexico trilogy. Okay. Desperado, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood to follow. Yeah. Two really, really excellent yeah. films. Uh, it's where he started working with, and, uh, and Antonio Banderas. Yes, yeah, yeah. And so closely. Mm-hmm. From that, you're going to end up with like one of my favorite franchises, Spy, Spy Kids. Kids. <laughs> just the fact that Robert like the, ran- the random like Antonio Banderas. Yeah, like just in Spy And the Kids. shots on Lake Austin. Oh, where yeah. You're watching, you're watching. If you're from Texas. You you're think, like, that's, that's not the coast. <laughs> <laughs> that's Devil's Cove. Clearly, he's made a lot of great movies since mm-hmm. then. Yeah. Sin Cities, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. Um, still active in the Austin film scene. Mm-hmm. Notoriously douchey dresser. 
But I mean, in a world where Johnny Depp world can where Johnny wear Depp 80 exists. bracelets and have someone dump in his bed, I've, let's give uh, him a break. I've, I've run into Robert Rodriguez twice. And okay. one of the two times was in an airport and he was wearing a leather Serape. <laughs> And where do you even buy that? I don't know. I think it was custom. Wow. But he strikes me as just like a pretty chill guy. Yeah. Uh, eclectic, but eclectic, chill. but chill. He and maybe the most badass thing he ever did was introduce the American world to uh, Salma Hayek. God bless him. God bless him. For I that. am actually more thankful for Antonio Banderas, but that's I mean, truly. Yeah, yeah we wouldn't have Zorro without Anto- Yeah. Yeah. I, what, I mean, what's I'm your favorite you. Robert Robert Rodriguez film? Who very possibly Dusk Till Dawn. Okay. Like, truly. Mm-hmm. Um, or Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Nice. Those are those are the two that I hold up is like, those are really those are films. incredible films. Yeah. What if I was just like Alita Battle Angel? <laughs> well, I'm like Spy Kids 2. Spy Kids 2 is, is Spy actually Kids 2 is a great amazing. Sequel. A great Amazing. Sequel. Introduce new characters, crashing in through the ceiling. Oh, yeah. Like, Holds up. Just saying. I'm just saying the the like marching thumbs and whatever. That's like, yeah. The marching thumbs insane. march so that Samuel L. Jackson could be in Sin City. Come on. I mean, like, come on. You don't have one. Come on. The other. Come on. Robert. <laughs> come on. Awesome. Well, hey, right. speaking of films. Speaking of did films. Did you segue on purpose? I segued on purpose. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> the uh, Oscars are coming up and mm-hmm. we all know how wonderful and inclusive and fun and not, not rich political and, just and like political and freaky the Oscars are. So we're not doing our own thing because we don't think the Oscars are great. They're amazing. Right, they're, um, I can't wait. I but we're doing great. our own thing. We we were talking about the Oscars the other day and we were so like, So we you decided know, that we needed our own little version of the of Oscars. the Oscars. Something more Texan, you know, fitting with the theme. Fitting with the theme. So we decided to do the Willies. The Willies. So welcome to the first ever Texas Presents The, the Willies. Willies. We have a couple of really incredible categories in store for you today. All of these uh, nominees were vetted, researched, mm-hmm. highly researched, highly researched. It's not just our opinions that are informing these Mm-mm. decisions or these nominees. We, we've Absolutely let the not. people speak. We're the opposite of the Oscars. These were in that voted way. on by the Academy. We did not sit in a room by ourselves and laugh to each other mm-hmm. doing our little brother giggle. These were chosen by by the people. Just kidding. This is completely, completely biased. But welcome so, yeah. to the first annual Willies. Maybe one day we'll let the people vote. All right. You ready to start it off? I'm ready to start it off. Oh, so I love the willies. All right, all right. Let's uh, we haven't even done the willies. Dude, I've got the willies. willies. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Our first category for this year's What's willies. Our first category is best Texas musician. Best Texas musician. Who's our first nominee, Seth? First nominee is Charlie Crockett. Ooh. He's big and he's bold. He's got that old crooner sound. It's Charlie Crockett. He's playing stadiums everywhere with that old country feel. I do love Charlie Crockett. Bringing the honky talk bar to an amphitheater near you. Our other nominee, another nominee, is Flatland Cavalry. Flatland Cavalry. From the dusty plains of Lubbock and the oil-laden, rich area of the Permian Basin comes this incredible, folky-sounding country act. They have grown more and more every single year from barn shows and Andrews to a complete, total headlining world tour. And Mountain Song is just so good. I, they're nominated so partially just for Mountain partially Song. Partially just for Mountain Song. Just such a good tune. Who's another nominee, Seth? Another nominee is uh, certainly not biased at all in this choice local musician you know him you love him you've seen him on the texas podcast mike, mike gonzalez. gonzalez again not biased at all, he, biased at all. Uh, he actually is generally one of the best musicians i i saw him play a like jazz soul mm-hmm. set like a funky psychedelic set yeah. uh that he learned the day before uh and i i it, it was such complex drumming i was like how did how did you learn that yeah i don't understand heck yeah and who's our other nominee our other nominee is Dexter and the Moon Rocks. All right. Dexter and the Moon Rocks is this like 
indie rock folk band yeah. based in Texas. And the reason that I nominated them is we, because they, they the people, the people nominated, nominated them. them. Right. It wasn't, it wasn't it's the Willies. It's the people's awards. They have harnessed the power of TikTok to grow their presence in such it. a unique way. They okay. started, they started posting these, like, how are these hot girls connected to <laughs> Dexter and the moon rocks? Okay. And those Instagram girls started reposting them. That's hilarious. And going to their shows and things like that. Okay. And they're, they're just like a scrappy little indie, indie band out in, you know, <laughs> You almost Indian. said Indian band. A scrappy little indie band. Yeah. In, you know, North Texas. Yeah. Like Denton guys probably. Right. Assuming. And they just like, there's only one of them that doesn't have a day job. And nice. so he just does all the social media <laughs> and they started selling out shows and doing yeah. tours. And Heck I just, yeah. I love seeing somebody creatively harness the power of the internet yeah. for good. I love that. Yeah. All right. Well, the winner for this year's Willie in best message category is drum roll, please. Not by submitting at all. Mike Gonzalez, everybody. Mike Gonzalez, everybody. Friend yeah, of the show. Yeah, we'll friend have of the to show. have him on the podcast. We'll send him a shirt. We'll have him back to celebrate. <laughs> and again, Absolutely. a not biased choice at all. Not all the other choice. nominees worked very hard. Just mm-hmm. not as hard. There you go. As Mike Gonzalez. Plus, Mike Gonzalez is the only nominee that plays in multiple bands. That's true. So technically, so if technically, we're talking about versatility. And that's, it's the Like Charlie well, Crockett does you know, one thing. <laughs> <laughs> like not a good musician clearly. right come on clearly all right what's you our next what's what's our next category our Seth? next category is achievement and highway construction engineering it's our favorite <laughs> category our favorite. this is our sleeper category uh-huh the people are gonna love it all right our first Who's nominee our first? in for the willy for achievement in highway construction engineering is the lanes through waco finally opening up took long enough took so long, but people, if you haven't seen it yet, I don't care if you're in Amarillo. I don't care if you're in Brownsville. I don't care if you're in Refugio. Refugio. I say Refugio. Yeah, it's yeah. not correct, but <laughs> Refugio. Refugio. Get on the road, drive to Waco, and just have your mind blown. Just marvel at the lack By of the traffic. fact that you can swerve across four <laughs> total lanes and get through Waco in less than five minutes. It, it is a feat of engineering, the likes of which mankind has never, never seen. Before. I never thought they would get it done. I seriously thought it would never be done. Our next nominee is the I-45 from Houston to Dallas still not being done. Still not done. On the other side of the coin, <laughs> we have the I-45, which has been in construction seemingly forever. Forever. Since since its inception. When has, they founded Houston back in the day, they were like, let's go ahead and start this now because it's going to take It's going to take forever. Like, so, somehow, somehow we finished Andrews Highway and Big Spring Highway with less people. Go figure. Yeah, go figure. Go figure. So yeah, still not done. Our next nominee is uh, the Big Spring Loop being finished so that nobody has to drive through Big Spring ever again. I think that's a phenomenal achievement. It's incredible. I, I just I, I want to give them a like. Yeah, a just little. like a little, like like we didn't have to drive through it. it yeah. if, if you're going to Big Spring, you just you, you can just skip you it. can go you around can just it. Skip it. They finally got on board <laughs> with all the other towns in America that have multiple prisons in the town and thought right. maybe, and like, maybe we should we let should visitors go around this. <laughs> So that they don't maybe get, the first thing they see shouldn't be barbed. Because <laughs> when you drive through you, Big Spring from any direction, any direction, yeah, as well, especially Andrews Highway, because you're coming for those who have never been to Andrews and never will go. If you're going from Andrews anywhere like yeah. east of you, you have to get on Andrews Highway and you come into Big Spring mm-hmm. used to and you go across this bridge when you get into town and f- five feet in front of you is a correctional facility with like multiple barbed wire fences going up and back. Yeah. It's great. It's hilarious. What is our other, uh, our last, our last nominee is the construction behind my house that keeps moving the blocked entrances (laughs) every 
day. It's pretty bad. Every day. It is pretty. It's very you hard to get to your you house. You cannot figure out how, yeah. like, they're, I also they're don't constantly get, moving lanes. Again, we're I, don't not even know what they're, I don't even know what they're fixing. I don't know what they're fixing. I don't know why they keep moving the roadblock. I don't either. Because one day it's on your street. The next, the next day, day it's the street over from you. And then it's like the other lane. And then the next day it's the middle of And then they'll the just they'll just block off randomly entrances to to like yeah. uh, the little blocks. Um, and, and you're just like, why can't I get to my street? Like, can I just get to my house? One day you can get to your house. One day you can't. Yeah. They're like, well, there's I a landmine there too. Because yeah. they're just so like, good luck. They're just like, hey. <laughs> All right. Who's going to be the winner? Give me a drum roll. The winner is the Big Spring Loop finally being the finished so that we don't have to go through Big Spring. Big Spring. Here we go. Oh, shout out Big Spring. Shout we'll out send Big Spring. Big Spring a bunch of t-shirts. <laughs> All right. Our next category for this year's Texas Presents the Willies is Pitmaster of the Year. Pitmaster of the this Year. This one's a tough year, one. Year, 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 year. This is a very, this tough, is a very one. tough one. Um, uh, this is not comprehensive. Uh, it, uh, it's as comprehensive as it can be. I mean, we right. had we had to look through a hundred different Pitmasters. One hundred fifty different pit, Pitmasters. It was two hundred Pitmasters. Three hundred Pitmasters. Before four hundred Pitmasters. Before we got down to the final four. Exactly. So, so just so you know, that's that was the all right, work who, that we who, did. Who was our our first nominee for this year's Pitmaster. Our of the first year. nominee. You love them. You know them. It's Evan Leroy and Cole Parkman of Leroy and Lewis. Forging a great path. Forging, Forging a great a path. Great path. Yes. Some great barbecue coming out of there. Oh yeah. The only trailer that I've seen Beef Cheeks on. They also yep. do a slamming burger. The burgers. The good. burgers the really burger good. Is really and they're good. able to do those and keep all of your classics yeah. as mm-hmm. good as you remember them. Yeah. And they're doing the YouTube thing pretty well. They got on the pretty YouTube well. train they about a year and a half ago. They've they a lot of really cool they're content there. Really, really cool guys. Nice guys. Ah, just incredible. Our next nominee is Chuck Charnachart, ex Goldie's pitmaster, currently opening up her own spot, nice. Barb's in Lockhart, Texas. Hell yeah. So this is the pitmaster from last year's Texas Monthly number Best one barbecue barbe- spot in the yeah. year. From what I've heard, it's legit. We we have our things with, we Texas, have our things Monthly. with Texas Monthly. Um, but from what I've heard, legit. Yeah. She was the pitmaster there. She has since left to do her own thing. She was doing pop-ups with barbs and is now going to Mecca. She is going to the capital of Texas barbecue. She's going to make her way there, man. To open up her own spot. I think that's awesome. Can't wait to check that out. Can't wait to check so that out. So amazing. All right, who's our other nominee? Our next nominee is Kareem Elgaya uh, KG, formerly of Curlin. He currently owns KG Barbecue. Mm-hmm. And I definitely didn't say the last name right. But, well, uh, you tried your best. That's all I did matters. my best. And a great mustache. Great. That, I will say that even if he doesn't win the Willie, he does win best well, mustache. In real time of reality, this list. Dang it, we should have had a best mustache category. We should have had Willies. a best mustache next year, category. Next year. And we'll have a best well, eye patch so that Dan Crenshaw yeah, yeah. can win something. But yeah, anyway. really, really cool story. Started in finance, uh, decided to pursue a career in food. Had well, he has, was in Egypt. He was in Egypt, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he has a supper club that he runs that yeah. turned into him doing barbecue. Mm-hmm. And pandemic, you know, kind of messes with everything. Yeah. But he's like, you know what? Let's go. Let's mm-hmm. do it. Opens up the KG barbecue truck. And I swear, like, I live close to it. I've been yep. to it three times mm-hmm. in the last two weeks. Yep. Delicious. So good. Have you had the lamb, the lamb bacon? I've yet? had everything. How, how's the lamb bacon? The lamb bacon. It's is, been sold out. It's incredible. Time it is incredible. It's, heck yeah. They I, do, they do <laughs> lamb, full lamb chops. You and can just get, oh, so with the chimichurri oh yeah, my god so good so good so good and so then good. and then lastly celebrating the 25th year in business let's go 25 years in my opinion i know there's a couple of godfathers mm-hmm. and godmothers of texas barbecue i think this is one of them tom micklethwaite of the new q uh, of the new q and, yeah. and and this guy has trained a lot of the current best you know mm-hmm. best barbecue spot pit masters owners in the state in the Definitely country part of why he's on the list part of why he's on the list 
personal favorite barbecue spot is and always will be Micklethwaite Craft Wheat. Craft, craft Wheat. Craft Wheat. <laughs> um, anytime people come to town, anytime I, I run into people, I, I talk to strangers a lot. I'm yeah, that guy. Yeah. And then, you know, I'm in town. I'm going to go check out Terry Black's. And I'm like, and we're like, wait, you can do that. You can do that. And it, 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 it'll, it'll be good. It'll be good. It'll be good to be you. Good. But you it, will think it's good. You will think it's good. And it is good. Yes. But if you want great... Micklethwaite craft meats. Micklethwaite craft meats. So yeah, yeah. Tom will probably be a mainstay yeah. in 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 this in this category for a while. I think so. I think so. I think it's time to pick a winner. The winner of this year's Willie for Pitmaster of the Year is Kareem Egley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For KG for Barbecue. KG Barbecue. Right here in Austin, Texas. It pains me a little bit to pick a spot in Austin. Right, I know. But, but. This is unique. This is unique. It is taking the barbecue world by storm. It does all the classics yep. totally well. Yep. And has just enough of like the own story, like yeah. his own spin, mm-hmm. his own. And like, I, I respect that they were like banana pudding. No, rice pudding. Right. And it's so good. So good. So freaking good. So shout out to your banana pudding. <laughs> like honestly. And just the, the fact that he came from Egypt, tried barbecue, mm-hmm. went back to Egypt. He was just visiting a family member. Mm-hmm. Tried barbecue once, went back to Egypt and spent three years like trying to find trying butchers to find that butchers, would even yeah. cut a brisket, figure it out. He had to like find, figure out how to how, how to like, get the cut yeah, of yeah. brisket. Just, just incredible. Like the dedication, so. the dedication to the game. Yo. Yeah, the, the de- dedication and to then the game. just the payoff. It, and, he's yeah, starting cool. to get a lot of heat, and he's uh he's said he's like, hey, I I don't think I'll ever do a brick and mortar. I think mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep a trailer. Yeah, like, I, and I respect that respect so that. much. Also respect the business side of like because it's way more cost effective to do this anyway so we, we will be sending kareem and kg a couple of t-shirts oh, heck yeah we'll send them their willy at some point at we're actually gonna have to make a trophy we have to, to make some people willies, i think yeah. I, all these people are gonna get this trophy just, random like Nelson. in the mail yeah. and be like what what the, is this there's a qr code like please listen to our show mm-hmm. anyway our next category for this year's willy is texas high school coach of texas the year. high school coach of the can't, year can't have a contest like this and, no, and not can't. talk about the people that are raising up our young ones in just horrendous influencing fashion. them in the best way that yeah they can. all these highly capable highly qualified they're raising the next round that are, are senators with our teenagers longer than, than their parents are every day every year we're talking about <laughs> high school coaches high school coaches all right our first nominee for this year's high school coach of the year Jason Herring, a.k.a. Halftime Hitler. <laughs> How do you get that name? <laughs> because <laughs> he's the head coach at Refugio High School. I think he's won, t- he's won two, maybe three state championships. Yeah. He is known unanimously as the most hated high school football coach in America. Wow. Not even Texas, America. America. And he got the nickname Halftime Hitler because he refuses to pull his starters even when the score is like 40 something to seven. Wow. So, you know, they'll come out, match people in the teeth. And traditionally, especially in high school football, two things happen. If one team is destroying another team, they run the clock. So they don't stop the clock. The game goes faster. Right. Other coach will pull starters, put in second string, third string, lighten it up. This guy, screw that. He, he comes out and says, I do not pull my starters until after the third quarter. And frankly, I understand people hate that. Respect. <laughs> Who cares oh, about man. a kid's morale? Go for gold. That's why he's a nominee. You got to learn how to lose badly. You, you know what happens in life? You lose you badly. Lose a lot. When you're losing in real life, no one runs the clock. Don't I know it? I mean, like, <laughs> yes, but everyone. Yeah, does. I like, know. Every, like, ev- everyone knows, like, in real life, no one pulls their starters when you're no. losing. 
They push harder. They push harder because yeah. you're losing. It's a hard work. So I respect halftime Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> who's our other nominee? Who's our, who's our, our next nominee? Nominees? Our next nominee is Rhonda Farney of Georgetown women's basketball coach. She's currently the most winning coach mm-hmm. in that league. Yes. Well, in, in, in the, the current most winning female coach. Female coach. In Texas. Right. Amazing. Amazing. Just you got to respect it. You, you got. I feel like. I feel like most other than the UTPB soccer coach that we talked about a few yeah. months ago, most female coaches are like significantly better than significantly male than coaches. their male counterparts. Anyway, speaking of them, Hank Carter, late Travis high school football coach, currently the highest paid high school football coach in the state. Hey, props by, to you for playing the game, bud. By about 30K. By about 30K. A whole teacher's salary is how much more he gets paid than the next coach. Than the next highest paid coach. <laughs> Freaking wild. So crazy. The other nominee there is Randy Allen of Highland Park. 427 wins makes him the most winning active high school football coach. Crazy. That's a lot. That That is a lot of wins. It's a lot, a of, lot wins. of wins. Probably means a lot of losses, too. Anyway. Uh, less than you think. Would you rather be the winningest coach or the most state championships? It's a good question. Um, I would say most state championships yeah. because nobody really cares what your record is if you win the if, championship. Yeah, if you, don't, if you don't have a ring, come on. Right. Again, that's kind of why I like Jason Herring. He's like, He's look, 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 yeah, I, look, look, we win. We win, period. <laughs> it's your fault for losing. Raise better kids. I don't right, know. Yeah, I don't like know. Be, be more athletic. Be, be better. Team. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Come on. Anyway, all right. They're all called right. steroids. All right, Seth, here's the drum roll. Pick our winner. Pick here our winner. Go. Okay, let's see. Well, I the believe people pick the winner. The people. <laughs> say who the people picked. Here we go. <laughs> winner is Jason Herring, a.k.a. Halftime Ruler. <laughs> is the winner of this year's. For being the most winningest the most winner ever winningest to win. winner. The most Good ruthless job. winner. The most ruthless. Hey. Nothing wrong with being a ruthless winner. Also, do you like my shirt? You can get it at texaspod.com. All right. Our next category for this year. What's our next category? Texas Willies is Winter Storm of the Year. Winter Storm of the Year. And we have a few to choose from. We've had quite a few to choose in last year. We're not even saying. The Willies are just recapping the last year. We're not even talking about about the last couple of years. All right. So the first nominee for this year's Winter Storm of the Year is the North Texas Snowstorm of 2022. It was a historic snow event that buried the southern United States, most notably North Texas, with over two feet of snow from January 16th to January 19th. Oh, wow. A lot of snow. Lots of snow. A lot of powder. A lot of powder. Did you ski that powder? Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah, how many <laughs> how many kids in North Texas woke up? And were like, oh, dude, oh, dude. It's freaking burning with Fred's pow pow. Got to go. Probably a lot, actually. Yeah, actually I've, I've been to North Texas. They all talk. <laughs> they all talk exactly. North Texas North people Texans, love to hit the slopes. It's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's our next nominee? The next nominee is the Tree Boneyard of 2023, a.k.a. that time Austin turned into a lumberyard. Yes. A very dangerous lumberyard. A very dangerous lumberyard. Yeah. It, so, so just like the last week, basically every single house and car in Central Texas Got to file an insurance claim. Yeah. <laughs> lots, <laughs> lots of insurance claims, lots of trees. I woke up to the sound of branches breaking and smashing. That's we, me and Jenny, like we got up early, read yeah. some scripture, did our thing. And then she was in the garage, Pelotoni, and a mat. We just heard this yeah. massive crash. I hadn't gone outside yet. I didn't right. know what was going on. We walked out there and half of a tree was just on top of the house. Damn. Wild. Whoa. All right. Our next nominee is the tornado outbreak of November 4th that had winds blowing up to 170 miles an hour and covered Clarksville, Texas in softball-sized hail for two wow. hours. That's bigger than a baseball. It's like literally twice the size. Ball. I know. It's like bigger than a golf Smaller than a, than a basketball. Yeah, bigger than a ping-pong ball. Bigger than a ping-pong Smaller ball. Smaller than a volleyball. Yeah. About the same size as a softball. Roughly. 
It was a rough day for Clarksville. <laughs> <laughs> Our other nominee is the Houston freeze that happened in late December 2022. Completely <laughs> grounding over a thousand bats throughout the city. <laughs> it froze all of them. It froze all the bats. And that's kind of why I'm yeah. nominating it. Yeah. Why the people nominated it. Uh -huh. Because all the bats just were falling out of the sky. <laughs> And notably, we covered in one of our episodes uh, a wonderful woman who yeah, took a in cat lady who was like several like thousand bats, bats yeah. and nursed over seven hundred back to health. Yeah, which, if you just imagine nursing uh, bats are about the size of this microphone at their biggest. Yeah, just imagine like like rubbing a it. tiny just, like just yeah, hey, like hey hey wait get up you warm how you doing. Are you good? <laughs> All right. Who's the winner? Little, here, give me a drum roll. Here, right, give me a drum roll. Who's our winner? And our winner is... Our winner is... The Houston Freeze of late December 2022. Houston Freeze. Just for the fact that the thought of bats falling out of the sky frozen is hilarious. If you don't think that's funny, call PETA, not me. All right. Our <laughs> next, our next uh, category for this year's Texas presents the Willies is Best Worst Driver. Best Worst Driver. Because I don't know if anyone knew this. Texas tied with New Mexico tied for number one state with the worst drivers. In I believe it. I'm just wondering. So does that hey mean man, we're the sending roads. the worst drivers to New Mexico? Clearly. Or is New Mexico sending their people over here? I don't know. I just want to know how they actually like rate that. Is I'm it most car crashes. It's most car crashes, which we have. We have plenty the of second those. most people. Right. But and probably the first most cars. But we're also so spread out. So it, it's right. kind of miraculous it is, it, in a yeah, lot of ways. It's true. like most car crashes. When you think about like New Mexico, every other foot on a highway is a pothole. So like you would It's think, more the roads problem. Right. Yeah, that's the, the crazy thing about New Mexico is there's... There's only like five drivers. And, so. Yeah, there's only like 10 people and half of them are dumb. So... <laughs> half of them are pre-driver's license. Yeah, <laughs> half of them are 30 and don't even know how to drive a car. Anyway... Let's get so to our first nominee. Our first nominee is the driver of the Nissan Altima who casually veered into the HOV lane to get rammed by a Ford Explorer going 80 miles an hour because it's the HOV lane. This this clip made like national news. Uh -huh. Nissan's going like 20, veers into like just slowly Ooh. golf cart style just drifts into the HOV lane and then a Ford Explorer <laughs> just sit, just sends it like 80 feet it forward. It really does just wipe the screen. Like it's <laughs> and it's one of those videos where you're like, oh, they're dead. Uh -oh. <laughs> oh, I just I just saw a death. That's good. That's great. Who's That's our next fantastic. nominee? Our next nominee is the drivers who cause accidents on I-20 East and westbound in Odessa forcing traffic to a full standstill for over three hours going both directions. And they were literally both at mile marker 105. So yeah. for three hours, it was like bumper to bumper standstill traffic going both directions. I bet everybody was so happy. Yeah, I'm sure everyone was like, I have nowhere to be. I'm, it's Odessa. I love being here. This, is, this is actually this is a good actually thing. I'm glad I can I, sit. I'm so happy with my life right now. Yeah, I'm glad I can sit right here and just look at the beauty of Odessa, Texas for the mm. next three hours. All right, our next nominee is... Every driver in Austin. Our next nominee. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I agree with that nominee. I yeah, think every driver, I think every single driver in Austin is terrible. Transplant or local. It you doesn't all, matter. We You're all a bad suck. driver. Bad driver. Every single, including me. Yes. <laughs> all right. Our last nominee is that guy who landed a plane on the Houston highway. Impressive. Very impressive. Not you, where planes you go. You did. You did miss the runway though. Yeah. <laughs> you did miss it. 
Is that the pilot's fault or the air control center's fault? I think it's everybody's. I think I, the pilot did the best. Just everyone involved. I think, I think everybody involved had a real bad. Yeah, day. fair point. Fair yeah, point. yeah. All right, here's your drum roll. Who drum did the people roll. pick? The people pick the guy who landed a plane on the Houston Highway. Houston Highway. Yay, best Houston worst highway. driver. Best worst Good driver. job. We'll send you a t-shirt. Our next category is the small town of the year. Small town of the, the year. This one is close to our hearts. We, we've been highlighting small towns yes. for a long time now. Lives. We're only like a fourth way through the small towns in Texas. Yeah, if that. how many? Yeah, how many there are? Our first nominee is Ellinger, Texas, which celebrated the opening of its first town hall back in November. Good job, good Ellinger. job at Ellinger, Texas. I love it. Right, that's guys. like the newest town. It's right? the newest. It's the youngest town. Youngest in Texas. town in Texas. Yeah. There so you go. Now the newest town hall in Texas. There you go. There you go. Our next nominee is Terrell Hills, Texas, for being one of the ten wealthiest towns in Texas with only six thousand people. No fat pores there. Just fat riches. Just fat rich. <laughs> Some skinny rich. Probably. Yeah, you just imagine like, so, you know, like uh, in mythology and in all these like old stories, uh, dragons just hoard gold. <laughs> yeah, and I just yeah, imagine yeah. Terrell, Texas is just this just like, like, this like horn toed dragon. It's just, all, it's all the lucky charms here. Like that are always after me. Lucky charms. <laughs> pretty wild. Though. Pretty wild. Uh, like pretty wild. wealthiest. One of the wealthiest. Less than 6,000. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. All right. The next town is Lockhart, Texas, for holding it down and staying true to the queue. Oh, yeah. Always. Lockhart, Lockhart. I know it's like a little bigger. It's like 13,000. But Lockhart is always going to be kind of like the barbecue mecca. Yeah. So of the world. Ways. Of the world. People come to Texas to go to Lockhart to, right. to learn to check about out barbecue. the barbecue. So, yeah. yeah I think that's pretty amazing. And then what's our last one? Our last one is Bug Tussle, Texas. Bug Tussle, Texas. There's a lot of bugs, a lot in, of here. bugs in here. I'll get out of my Sunday. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Only because it's named Bug Tussle. Yeah, and just, I think, the, because I think the name of the town is like yeah. hilarious. Wild. All right. Give me a drum roll. Who's Here's our winner? Who, who's who's the winner? The winner of this year's Texas Willie for Small Town of the Week is Ellinger, Texas. Texas. Texas for being the youngest town with the newest town hall. Go check it out. It's pretty much a log cabin, but hey, I love it. The people did it. The people did it. All right. Our final category final for category. this year's Texas Presents the Willies is the Texan of the Year. Texan of the Year. And this decision is final. No other outlet, no other podcast. Nobody else can say. Nobody else does Texan of the Year. No one else. Well, some people do it, but this I'm is the most official. The mo well, Dallas Morning News, but come on. Who's heard of Dallas? Yeah, exactly. What is you know? What, what even is it? So you heard it here first. Whoever we're about to say is truly the Texan, Texan of, of the year. year. All right. Our first nominee is whether he wins or not, he'll go probably to Texas. always be here. Matthew McConaughey. Did you hear that? Uh, just real quick. Yeah, please. This is who Matthew McConaughey is. Right. Um, Kevin, not Durant, uh, Kevin Costner has come out and said, yeah, he still wants to be in Yellowstone, but he's asking for less screen time. Sure. He, he wants less screen time in the story. Right. And he is a producer. So he has a little, so bit he kind of has some sway. Yeah. So there's already talks that they're, they, they have to bring someone in to get some of that screen time. Right. Matthew McConaughey, like the number one, Did he choice. just step up. He didn't, no, that's just no, who that's he just is. Who the he fact is. that a guy says, I don't want as much screen time, and the next conversation is, well, Matthew McConaughey should probably right. be who well, we bring in. Matthew McConaughey's like alive, so we should probably use him. And yeah. he's just like, 
don't even. I, I don't know. Yeah. Stone. Like, I don't think they'll even give him a character. They'll, oh yeah, they'll, they'll just, just, bring just, him just, be just be you. Like you just show up on set. Yeah. Walk drive around. A, drive a Lincoln onto if the you land. Feel like saying anything? Go Do for it. it. We'll follow it. Yeah. All right. Who's our next nominee? Our next nominee is Opal Lee, the right. god, the grandmother of Juneteenth, set to become second African American woman with a portrait in the Texas Capitol. Yes, we've actually highlighted her. We have highlighted her before. before. She's done a lot of incredible work, yeah. not just for Juneteenth here in Texas, but for the African American community, for the education community here in Texas. Really incredible things that she has done. Very glad that she will be getting one hundred percent that portrait in the Texas Capitol. Our next nominee is next nominee Mattress is. Mac for just swinging. And <laughs> just get just just getting, getting those bets in, getting those bets in, get maximizing his bets in. Wow, we're here to save you money. I Actually, funny that that's his saying because he certainly doesn't save money. He's not. I mean, you know, gallery furniture. He will definitely. Save you money. He's definitely hedging his mattress. Bet. Mac will either make you money or, or lose, lose him your money. money. <laughs> lose him money. <laughs> and then our last nominee. Our last nominee is Beyonce. Because of who she because is. Because of who she is. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> because of, her, of that reason. Because of her performance. Beyonce, Beyonce dropped Austin another album this, uh, recently, and it just, yeah, it bangs. So, it bangs, you know. and for her performance in Austin, Austin Powers, Powers. gold member that did not get the Oscar, Oscar recognition that it needed. And it should have. Should have. I just want everyone to remember that she was an Austin Powers gold member. She was um, Foxy, Foxy Cleopatra. Foxy Cleopatra, and I'm a whole lot of woman. Like, come on. Yeah. How did they not get an Oscar? 100%. Like, best line in any movie ever. Yes, exactly. And the scene where Mini Me uh, humps her is yes, also, that's also somewhat funny. Cinematic gold. On a it might have been a body double. I'm pretty sure it was. It could have. I, I could I'm just saying it could I, I don't know. I would. If I, I was, if I was on side movie and they were like, you're going to get humped by um, Vern Troyer. Can we get a body double for that? Because I'm going to be uncomfortable. <laughs> All right, give me a drum roll. We're gonna pick our drum winner. roll. We're gonna pick our winner, and our winner is Opal Lee. Opal Lee, the grandmother of Juneteenth. We salute you. We will be sending you a T-shirt and your Willie very soon. Very soon. If you have any qualms with any of these nominees, don't forget it's what the people chose. So it's your fault. So it's your fault. Blame yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> we really do hope the Willies grows into a more nationally recognized thing because as it should. This is this is the truth. We're just I mean, be honest. Would you rather need. watch this or the Oscars? Yeah. Who? No one got slapped here. This isn't. So this violent. isn't. This isn't on. some R-rated production that Hollywood's putting on so that you all become Satanists. This, this isn't is some clean din of inequity where people aggrandize their own vanity. This is clean country fun. God glorifying. Bye, y'all. <laughs>